Hi, my name is Rob Scott from UT Today, bringing you the latest news and conversation from the unified communications and collaboration space. So today I'm joined by Mitel and we're going to be discussing making work from anywhere a reality. So welcome everybody. Thanks Rob. Good morning. So good to see you all. A very apt topic today, certainly one we've seen dominating the news lately. However, just before we get started, why don't we do a quick round of introductions. Nick, would you like to go first? Yes, of course. Good morning. My name is Nick Riggins. I'm the Mitel UK and Ireland Country Sales Director, supporting all of our partners and end customers and working across all of our cross-functional teams. Fantastic. Thanks. And Lee? Uh, I'm Lee Thomas, uh, Director of uh, International Consulting Sales Engineering. Uh, I work across right across the international region for Mitel, uh, taking um, the requirements from what we see in the field back into our product ma management organisation and R&D. Fantastic. And James? Yep, so I'm James Mackey, so I head up Mitel sales engineering team in the UK and Ireland. Um, so I'd love to kind of fully understand both Mitel's products, but also what our customers really need and kind of bridge the two together. That's great. A very warm welcome to you all. So we said we talk about anywhere work, and just to kick things off, Nick, I was just, you know, first of all, wondering, are we heading back to the office anytime soon? What's the state of play out there? Well, I'd certainly like to think so, Rob. I mean, I think when I looked this morning, it was about 34% of the UK has received their, their first vaccinations. I know I've got two out of three children at school, so that's going to help as well as of this morning. Um, but, you know, it's just a case of reassessing exactly how we're going to approach this now. You know, policies are going to need to change so much because what we were used to before is just going to be a, you know, everything's completely changed. So it's not just a case of understanding what was in place before, it's understanding the approaches and the attitudes required to support that. You know, we've been used to sat in front of laptops for the last 12 months talking on video calls such as this, which has been great as a way of trying to keep going, but, you know, we need to readjust in terms of how we're going to approach that from a hybrid perspective to ensure that we've got that inclusive capability to ensure that we can all communicate as effectively as we can be regardless of location. So it's not going to be straightforward, Rob. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, important. it's important to bear in mind as well that it's easiest for us to forget that while most organisations have had some sort of staff working remotely, not everyone has actually kind of left the office. Um, but there are a lot of organisations there made a real success of remote working. Um, you know, some of our partners such as, or some of our customers such as City of Edinburgh Council, where they've had 2,000 staff that used to work in their city centre headquarters. They're now all kind of working remotely and they're still giving a great um, customer experience to their citizens. So not all roles need to be kind of 100% office-based. And it can be still a great benefit to staff to have the opportunity or the, the choice to be able to work from home. Yeah, you're absolutely right, James. And I think that's where some of the confusion is, isn't it? Or, or some of the challenge. Um, so, Lee, I was keen to ask you more about this in, in terms of developing a strategy for, you know, these 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 different models almost, because we've got work from home, hybrid work and anywhere work. You know, what's the best way to approach, uh, you know, this new era of uh, workplace and work style? Well, I, my belief is the hybrid working is, is, is probably the potential to enable companies and the workers to work seamlessly from anywhere and allowing the flexibility and getting the best of both worlds out of their employees. So whether they, you know, people are in the office, people working from home, I think you get more from um, using 
the, the tools and allowing the people to work whenever they need to be. Um, quality collaboration uh, and what we're seeing with the communications tools that we have today are allowing us to do that. And I, I think COVID has probably driven a lot of that, um, that requirement, but people are allowing, are, are seeing the benefits of home working and, and, and what they, the moving forward, how they can work seamlessly. Um, so I think we will see the people wanting to work either seamlessly within the office or at home, um, depending on how, how their circumstances are. Yeah, completely. And I think, you know, as well, Lee, you've got that challenge where over the last 12 months, we've all been able to assess what's kind of worked well and what's been a bit of a battle, what's been a bit of a frustration. Um, and, and taking that forward, it's understanding exactly how that can be deployed, you know, when we move into this into this hybrid world. So, um, you know, you look at what's what a lot of organisations have, have utilised technology to a phenomenal extent so successfully that, that albeit potentially on a free level or at least on a sort of desktop level that might not be as as, as native or as integrated into business processes as you'd expect. Um, so I think that's probably going to be a bit of a question mark there. The strategy needs to be about assessing what's really sustainable, both from a technical and a commercial perspective, uh, as we move forward into this model, because you've got to have consistency. You know, we've been very used to certain ways of working over the last 12 months, and I think it's going to be important to ensure that we can deploy that consistent capability. But, you know, communication is, is going to be, you know, it's going to the heart of everything that we do, and effective organisations deploy that those sort of strategies very, very successfully. So yeah, I agree with that, Nick. And it's, but it's not just the technology. So yes, if your organization's got a contact center, they need to have robust remote contact center capabilities. But we also need to consider all the policies and processes, um, either creating new ones or adapting old ones. You know, how do you look after, train and support these remote workers? How do you protect customer and payment data? And how do you ensure that those remote colleagues are kind of valued just as much as the ones that they're in the office? That's some really good points. Yeah, yeah I, I completely agree. We're not just talking users here. We're talking teams. We're talking customers. We're talking the business, aren't we, as well? Uh, it has a huge impact. And as we kind of get released from this lockdown, uh, we, I suppose there's a, a huge job to kind of recalibrate, isn't there? Um, I want to just touch on the top challenges here, uh, maybe over to Nick first on this one, but in terms of the top challenges, you, you, you guys are speaking to you know, customers, organizations all the time. You know, what are you know, with, with, you know, organizations faced with right now? Well, again, it's the adjustment, Rob, isn't it? You know, how do you go from where we've been in the last, for the last 12 months into actually you know, the, the approaching that far more direct, far more engaged um, sort of uh, environment that we're going to find ourselves in. I think there's a lot of empathy required because, you know, you're going, some individuals may well be re-entering the workplace. They might not be particularly comfortable. They might feel slightly under duress about having to reintegrate and go back into the workplace in this way. So I think, you know, you need to try and understand and empathize with others and be very aware as to how others might well be feeling. Um, and again, that's about ensuring that we can afford those sort of effective levels of communication in that way as well. So I think the key thing really is just about is about bringing people back into the workplace because people give organisations the identity. I can certainly say on behalf of Mitel that it's an, we are totally about the people. The people certainly bring it to life. 
And it's those conversations, those those ad lib, you know, coffee machine, water cooler conversations, whatever you might want to call them. They're the things that I've really missed. Um, so yeah, it's about trying to still still move back into the move back into the workplace as it's going to be, but about trying to bring the best out of the people that we've got around us effectively. Yeah, I'd also like to add to that. You know, there's a greater desire for flexibility. Um, so we need, I think the employees' needs need to be met. Um, you know, there is, everyone, there shouldn't be a single way of working. So I think that we touched on earlier that we need a hybrid workforce um, where the, the, the workers can actually choose the working environment that they, that they want to work within. Um, and it, the other thing I think is businesses will actually be able to retain top talent in the future because if they give them that approach where they can actually work from home or go into an office, you know, you, you, you're not you're not restricting yourself to a certain pool of resources. You can actually you can go out far wider in, to look for that. Um, and the other thing is, obviously, there's going to be a natural apprehension for, for some employees to actually go back into the office because they're not used to doing that. So they've not had that direct interaction. They've not had to commute. Um, so obviously there's, there's that balance where people will still want to have that home working capability. Um, so I think organizations do need to listen to their employees and choose uh, and then support them in their choice to be flexible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's a really good point, Lee. You've got to make sure, you know, well-being is not just a, you know, it's, it's not just a buzzword. It's absolutely central to the to the to the organisation. You know, you've got to make sure we have regular check-ins. Make sure that people are comfortable with the environments they're working in. You know, you've got to look after. You've got to look after our people. So, it's going to be a critical part from a from a um, from a you know in terms of moving back into work that we just ensure that everyone is feeling in the right place and that we can support those that might need the help uh, wherever required. Yeah, that kind of goes back to the the technology that's been kind of implemented or refined as well to support them. Um, Because as well as introducing it, you need to make sure things such as the processes, the goals, and the way you kind of manage people are all aligned to enable it to kind of slot seamlessly into the organization. I mean, technology is definitely gonna be really helpful with a lot of this, and it is really important to do the things such as keeping applications such as CRM software and your contact center platforms keeping that up to date so you can get all of the latest benefits out of it. Um, and if you're looking to introduce anything new, such as chatbots or conversational IVR, just take a moment to think about, are they actually genuinely able to address the common problems that your customers face? Otherwise, it's just, you know, introducing technology like that is just going to frustrate customers and it isn't going to then kind of assist them when they can come through to an agent if that person's not actually informed as to, what happened them previously so really thinking about how the whole thing kind of comes together and you know from start to finish that's some really good points there and especially the, the technology pieces you know a lot of organizations i imagine have either up you know quite quickly upgraded or updated uh, or added new technology into in the, into the kind of communication stack to kind of keep the lights on um, but also we're also seeing a lot of organizations look at new technologies to help deal with the, uh, the the kind of new way of work, so it's interesting times and a great segue into my last, my next question. Uh, and over to you, Nick, on this one, if possible. It's kind of how you know is Mitel addressing these challenges with its technology? So, uh, so there's just a, a far greater need for agility. 
flexibility, a more open approach as to how we embrace the changes that we need to deliver in terms of ensuring that we can continue to evolve. You know, we've been around as an organization for uh, a substantial amount of time, but we've never seen such an acceleration as we've seen over the last 12 months of ensuring that that we can continue to deliver solutions that both support our partner requirements, but also more importantly, the requirements of the end user in delivering those solutions. Yeah, I think we believe there's a stronger focus of adopting cloud-based UC solutions. I think one of the things we've seen is is one of the challenges customers have come against is um, whether they could, when we went into sort of the pandemic, we saw customers where they weren't ready for working, they weren't uh, geared to, to have that. And they, so there was some that just didn't have the capability. There was other customers that had the capabilities, but they didn't really um, know how to switch them on. And there was others where they'd invested in their platforms years ago, um, where the capabilities were there, but it was just a matter of switching some of those things, those features on. So it, you saw that challenge with all customers that they had this mindset that you know there would never be a, a need for anybody to work from home, and and that was quickly changed. It's been like the world's biggest kind of business continuity test for everyone to kind of make sure that these solutions that have been talked about to have been uh, maybe kind of influenced, making sure they actually do work in a, in a real environment. But everyone's going through the same challenge at the same time. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, it's, it's certainly leveled it out. You know, we've got a, uh, we're, we're all in the same situation. We're all needing to assess what sort of what's a feasible solution for now, but also you know whether we've got the right sort of infrastructure and capability to deliver these enhanced cloud-based solutions as we move forwards. You know, and not organisations not all organisations understand how to understand what sort of readiness assessments are required in order to support this. You know, something obviously Mitel uh, you know have been heavily engaged in over the last six months or so, but. You know, we've all been thrust into this position whereby we've had to we've had to reassess and understand not just the market, but what potentially that that sustainable strategy must look like as we move into the future as well. So, um, you know, we're all having to evolve and learn and adapt as we go and, and try our best to deliver the sort of solutions that support the requirements of our users. Yeah, I mean, in terms of my te technology, things such as um, you know AI systems, things such as CRM integrations. And even just unified communication itself, I think people have really kind of seen the value of it because when you are working from home, when you're working from anywhere, um, it's even harder to keep on top of multiple applications, notifications, emails, phone calls, voice calls. There's just so much which when you're just working from a laptop screen just makes it all so much harder. So the more that we can kind of use this technology to support people, streamline that element of the work, it just kind of helps deliver that quality of remote experience. From a technology perspective, there's, we've, we've, uh, and I need to try to say the word, Rob, but we've, uh, you know, we've released a range of antimicrobial handsets. Um, that in, so it's about, you know, this is another challenge that we wouldn't have thought was going to be necessary if you go back 18 months or so. But now, in order to make sure that we can support that, that concern, that quite valid concern in the workplace around around bacteria spreading uh, in the workplace, that again, it's just another way in which we've had to try and address a potential requirement within the market but uh, you know from 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 the feedback we've had so far that seems to be really well received yeah it's great to see and you know the the vendors like mytel really reacting to the current situation and, and making environments covid safe and hybrid work ready so fantastic so my last question for today is 
kind of the, all about the future really kind of how's this going to pan out so you know maybe over to you lee first on this one but you know how, how are things going to evolve and what the business leaders need to think about going forward yeah rob i think some of the considerations uh, that need to be considered here is is reviewing the technology that's been that's been implemented to date and and looking at the probably the longevity of it and making sure that it you know question of whether that does does it integrate with some of the other things like back-end integration whether can you do crm erp uh, integration does the uh, technology lend itself to any apis to to basically to, to support some type of integration and then obviously considering things like cloud communication solutions um, to, to probably streamline operations so it takes away the complexity that when you're building things on premise um, and so you really could if you like link advanced communication capabilities to key business processes and custom workflows and then think how you could make your employees even more productive and effective yeah i mean let's not forget that all these companies they are still in competition with each other and elements around the personalization of that customer experience are still going to be really important as we go forward so whether it's tools such as um, you know, di increased digital offerings, um, increased use of artificial intelligence, predictive analytics, and in particular, kind of organizations where as this technology matures, there's more kind of specific implementations of it. I mean, AI, for example, it can be uh, a huge amount of work to build an AI kind of chatbot from scratch. More and more, we will see um, companies that are able to specialize in the offerings and make it easier for smaller companies to compete with larger ones yeah i think the other thing we got to consider is in the future there may be some focus combining uh, video conferencing with other emerging technologies um and create a more immersive experience like i guess imagine augmenting video conferencing solution with an ar um to enhance maybe digital whiteboarding um so or Think of a, a scenario where you have a, a, a service engineer out in the fields. They need some assistance. They call into a, a center, and through um, advanced AR, maybe that they can actually get resolve an issue um, remotely. And the other thing is maybe remote training, where if um, personal training is is difficult or expensive, then obviously you can use this sort of technology to 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 um, to enhance. Uh, video conferencing if you like yeah absolutely and i think you know the other part as well with we don't really know what the actual workplace is going to look like as we move forward you know we've kind of tried to address the the concern around hot desking with with the anti-microbial anti-microbial always a tough one to say handsets out there but the yeah, ultimately office space is going to completely change collaboration suites are going to be in a in a you know we need to understand how technology can can foster the communication and collaboration requirements of the workplace. So, you know, we're already seeing potentially changes on the high street, um, organisations downsizing drastically, a lot more work from home hubs that are going to be popping up within town centres and city centres across the UK. Uh, we've already seen this happen. So, again, it's about just understanding how you can still deliver that consistent communication and collaboration experience, but, you know, understanding the role that technology plays in that, that's going to be really interesting as we see this play out over the next 12 to 18 months, Rob. Yeah, and no, I completely agree. It's, it's, it's certainly, 
you know, an anywhere work well world nowadays. And, uh, you know, it'd be certainly interesting to see what vendors do like Mitel to further kind of accommodate, you know, the, the needs of users and teams and customers as we go forward. So, hey, thank you so much for joining me today. It's been great, you know, touching base with you all on this conversation. Thank you. Thank you, Rob. Thanks, Thank Rob. you. And that's it from us. So if you've enjoyed today's session, please subscribe to UC Today News and give this video a quick share on social. It's always appreciated. And if you're a UC fan and want to be part of the conversation, you can join us using the UC News hashtag on LinkedIn, Twitter and Facebook. And our social links are in the description. So I'm Rob Scott from UC Today. Thanks for watching.